0: Okay, this is my favorite story of the show. All right, let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> my my title is What's with my advisor? <laughs> because every now and then as we talk about the financial services industry, Chris will, you know, kind of bang on financial advisors for not doing nothing and collecting a lot. And it seems like that's what we've got going here. Market Watch has a column where people write in questions, and here's what came in this week. I have a financial advisor with a national firm. We've been working <laughs> together for a decade. We've done well. His are appropriate, about 1%. His firm's strategy is to buy a basket of stocks, and there are literally dozens of them in my accounts. He generally does about the same as the S&P, beats it some years, and a point or two below in others. I have watched my accounts drop by 22% this year and wipe out all my paper gain from last year. His response is, we're doing better than the broader index. Okay, I've asked several times if we're contemplating doing some adjustments, no response. Should I simply question this guy or should I simply keep feeding the beast? I plan on retiring in five
1: years. So the last sentence is the key. I'm planning on retiring in five years. Mm -hmm. Who wants to take a 20% or 30% loss when you're five years away from me? Nobody. That's a lot of money. Let's say the guy's got a million dollars in his portfolio. Do you want to lose 200 or 300,000 dollars? So let's speak highly of the advisor. Okay. So let's point out what we've gleaned from his comments. Um, He buys a basket of stocks. I like that approach versus index investing and or mutual funds. Got it. Dozens in each one of his accounts. I don't know if he's overly diversified or not, but let's give him a pass on that. He generally does about the same as the S&P 500, beats it in some years, a point or two lower in other years. It sounds like he's beating the S&P. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be soft because <laughs> I'm an advisor. And, you know, I know every client wants us to crush the S&P and right. make 10% more a year. But it sounds like he's doing a good job with his equities. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that all he's got? Okay, and is there any diversification? Mm-hmm. So I don't hear anything in his comments that says you know we've got this other bucket of money that I'm questioning. It hasn't lost. It's lost five percent, mm-hmm. or it's lost nothing, mm-hmm. and I'm questioning is now the time to move it in. Mm-hmm. Also, he doesn't. Well, I, this was probably written before the end of July, but in July. Did he go from a 22% loss, Mm -hmm. like the market did, back to a 16% loss Mm -hmm. or a 14% loss? So is he asking his advisor, is now the time to shave some of the sectors that we think are still at risk? So those are the conversations to have. And and if you have those conversations and you're constantly massaging the portfolio, you should beat the S&P 500 By more than some years and lose against the S&P 500 by a point or two. So what's missing in this conversation is other asset classes, strategies around those asset classes, and then sector rotation. What sectors is he in? Did he sell anything in July, or is he just a buy and hold? Because it is discouraging for an investor to hand off their money to an advisor. The advisor builds a good portfolio day one, but then constantly says, just hold it, just hold it, just hold it. And that's just what I it, see just here. Just hold it. I
0: see, I see <clears throat> lack of communication, yep. and I also see, is my advisor really doing anything, or are they just riding the market? Yep. Because if he's equaling the S&P, he's riding the market. On down years, if he's not doing well, he's riding the market.
1: You could buy the VOO. Yes. I mean, you can just buy an index of the S&P 500 and do that. Right. So, you know, there, is there any discussion about income planning? Is he put together a full retirement plan? for the five years out from when this guy wants to retire. So that's the key. I mean, is the advisor doing a bad job on stocks? It doesn't sound like he's not tanking against the market. He's been
0: with him for 10 years, so he's obviously been doing something right. But look at the 10 years he's been with him, right? Very
1: good years in the market. Yeah, so the problem that has been created in the industry with financial advisors is, and I'll go back to the old days— When your advisor wasn't an advisor, he was a broker, Mm -hmm. right? You Mm -hmm. studied a Series 7. I passed that exam years ago. And a Series 7, you would typically be a broker and you would charge a commission. Mm -hmm. And that was bad because the no good, the the (laughs) 'er ne'er-do-wells or whatever they're called, (laughs) would churn your account. They would buy and sell and buy and sell and buy and sell just to make a commission. So everybody said, no, 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 no. We want financial advisors, fiduciaries. We want you to be charge us a fee, and that way you get paid whether you're buying or selling or not. So it can cause an unintended consequence, which is your advisor may get lazy mm-hmm. and may just collect a fee. That's why I demand and have built it into our firm that we have to offer quarterly meetings to our clients. So for those listening, if you are paying a fee to an advisor, you have to make sure you have multiple meetings with them each year. Be that squeaky wheel Mm -hmm. and, you know, stand up for yourself. Nobody loves your money more than you, although your advisor will tell you that. It's your money. You still are the captain of that ship. Make sure that you're meeting with your advisor, even if it's a Zoom meeting, Mm -hmm. even if it's putting a couple of questions in front of them about what other asset classes are out there, or are we rotating into the market? Do we think it's bottomed? Should we take some of the gains that we rebounded from in July and move them out? I hate to say it, but you got to get your advisor thinking if they're at that advisory team that calls you once a year or meets with you at the end of the year. That's just not enough, and it's not fair to you to pay 1% and not get that quarterly active management attention that you deserve.
0: Thanks for listening to the Money Unleashed podcast with Chris Hoffman. To find out more about the Hoffman Financial Group, go to UnleashYourMoney.com and join Chris for his radio show, Money Unleashed, Sundays at 2 p.m. on WSB Radio Atlanta.